Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me a born and raised atheist all about the Bible. So, uh, dancing Dedeker, how are you doing today? Oh, it's great. I'm dancing because up here in Seattle, there's actually like the tiniest hints of springtime in the air. Oh, and just how lovely. After the last 12 months, I'm taking whatever little bits of joy I can get. It's it's the flowers are blooming and the birds are singing, and I'm really feeling it and enjoying it. Wow. It almost is March 20th, the first day of spring. AKA the day that you're born. my birthday. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm sorry. I'm just throwing that out there, everyone. So everyone get ready for a huge party. Yeah. Oh, huge yeah. Virtual a party. huge virtual party. Exactly. <laughs> Quarantine birthday number two. Here we come. Well, yeah. speaking of what's going to make it a party, let me tell you what I've brought to today's party. Oh. Oh, it's yeah. five billion Fig Newton. Wow. <laughs> Look at how saturated that like label is. My goodness. Yeah. They're definitely different from, you know, the hippy dippy Fig Newtons that they got out there that are made out of like vegan ingredients and organic ingredients, but yeah. not here yeah these are the legit these are (laughs) og fig newtons um i bought uh, about 200 of them for about four dollars or so seriously like i said last time upsettingly cheap wow yes seriously so we got tons of fig newtons in the house and so i think at the end of the show today for those of you who are listening to our live show stick around at the end and maybe we'll see if we can do a little fig newton challenge Hmm. is this going to be both of you doing it or just jace in my brain it was always just jace (laughs) see in my brain it's more fun if ned's trying to (laughs) do <laughs> see, in my brain, I see myself choking to death. Oh, yeah, dear. you know that but Dedeker has small passageways. I have small okay? passageways. And this is the thing. Okay, Jace and I are in the same house. We're in different rooms, but we're in the same house. And if we both choke on Fig Newtons, that's not going to work. We need one of us in the house to not be choking on Fig Newtons so that you can run over to the next room and Heimlich them. Okay. Do you do either of you know how to Heimlich? Sure. I mean, I've that's never what I thought. practiced what it. I... I've read really? about it. I mean, I... I learned it once upon a time. It's been many yeah, years. Yeah, probably in like middle wow. school when we had to do all that safety stuff. That's probably the last time I learned how to Heimlich. I can figure it out in an emergency. Huh. Knock on wood. Okay. I think I got. I think I got the rough principles down. I think I could execute the maneuver. Yeah. I also learned how to do a self Heimlich on a chair. Oh yeah, on a chair wow. back. Yeah. So yeah, probably in a pinch, I could probably manage that too. Hopefully, yeah. we're never actually tested on that. But anyway, well, yeah, both of you just be be careful with those Newtons, okay? <laughs> with those figs. Yeah, yeah, that is the thing. Is that these fig cakes? They could either kill you, or if the Bible is to be believed, they could heal every single ailment that you have. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll have to find out what actually happens there. Uh, yeah, I was trying to remember what the heck happened last time because all that we talked about in the bonus was The Rock and Lilith, <laughs> the, the sculpture yeah. thing. So, yeah, that, I mean, I guess that's what happened. The Rock came, saw, and conquered, and then mm-hmm. Lilith essentially did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, we're going to talk about galleons, but then we didn't. I ended up talking about ancient waterways because there was the one passage about a ship not being able to reach Jerusalem or something like that. So, yeah. and there was, yeah. so there is or is not a river running through it, it meaning Jerusalem. No, there, there's not. The Jordan River is uh, way far away. Way far away. At least, I mean, not, it's several hours walk at the very least okay. to get to the Jordan River from Jerusalem. And Jerusalem was fed more by an underground spring slash aqueduct over the years. And you ain't putting any kind of galleons in that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Not the galleons I know of anyway. I still just think of it as like people <laughs> throwing money into this river. And I'm like, can't you throw money into any body of water? But 
I'm wrong. Wait, why do you think of throwing money into because the Because, Dedeker, we had this conversation last week because of Harry Potter. I love this. This is so Oh, the good. galleons. Dedeker and right. I, for the past two weeks, have been having so many experiences where we have, like, reversed roles on each other. Yeah, that and just that was that just a happened. perfect role reversal for <laughs> you, Usually, Dedeker's like, that. Emily, we've talked about this every time. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Everyone can't stand Dedeker. No. It's true. <sighs> Can we talk about what oh, we're actually going to read today? Oh, and what we're drinking. First, what we're yes. drinking. Uh, what are you two drinking? Jace, go. Okay, yeah. I'm drinking a new whiskey Whoa. called Heaven's Door. Oh, Straight bourbon whiskey. Ooh. Knocking on it. Nice. This is knocking on Bob Dylan's door because he was involved in making wow. it. Wow. I feel Pretty like that's sure a thing. involved means like... Involved. Yeah, yeah. Giving a bunch of money. Here's my name. Well, if... <laughs> but that's the thing. It'd be smart because uh, what was it? Casamigos was uh, George Clooney's tequila. Yeah, I feel like every mm. celebrity has and some kind of alcohol. He sold it for a billion dollars. Whoa. So, yeah. Wow. No wonder Bob Dylan's like, heaven's door, knock, 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 and here we go, billion dollars, give it to me, baby. Yeah. Yeah, not that, like, <laughs> he needs that money. And it's and it's a, a pretty nice pretty nice bourbon. Good. Good for him. I feel like it's, it's nice, though, because it's a good fit. It's like, I feel like some of the celebrity alcohol things, I'm just like, really? Where it's like, <laughs> like what? you know, like Limp Biscuit will have a wine or something. I'm like, I don't really. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know if I'd buy it. If it was like a malt liquor, sure. But a wine, I don't know if I see it. But with this, it's like, okay, bourbon, Bob Dylan. Yeah, that fits. I get it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, that does fit, I suppose. Dedeker, it looks like you're drinking a red wine. Yeah, I have been on a red wine kick after taking a long, unintentional break from red wine. And so I'm wow. having a lovely Malbec. It's ah. called Catena. It's a 2018. And it's it's just really nice to come back to wine, you know? Yeah, I mean, wine's great. Back to my roots. Coming back home. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mine, my drink is not like super fancy today because it's cold out. It is cold, everyone. It's like 50 degrees. I know that's not cold, (laughs) but I was freezing all day today and it was raining really hard. And I know that that's not novel for you two, but when it rains in Los Angeles, everybody runs outside and is like, whoa, look at the rain. Whoa. And uh, they also like get in a lot of car accidents. It's terrible. But I made myself a a lovely hot toddy. It has, I, I cut up some pieces of ginger and put it in there. Um, I've got a whole stick of uh, cinnamon and then also a nice star anise. And it's really lovely. It's really nice. I love me. Love me a good hot toddy on a cold yeah. day. Yeah, and then what is yeah. it? So comforting. The bourbon that you like, Jace. That's what's in here. Which I mean, I like a lot of bourbons. The Woodford Reserve. That's the one. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a nice, nice sort of go-to standard have on hand at all times kind of bourbon. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I looked it up. Uh, Foo Fighters have a sake. Wow. Now, Jace, do you think that's a good fit or a bad fit? <sighs> I think it's a little weird. I think it's a little weird. <laughs> it's a little weird. I'm curious about the story of how that happened. Yeah, it doesn't completely surprise me, but it's a little weird. There are other things that they, <laughs> the other types of drinks that they could, uh, you know, be involved in. Well, there wouldn't scream sake to me. I don't there's know. There's a question for you. When you think Foo Fighters and alcohol, what kind of alcohol comes to mind? Everclear? No, maybe that's a little much. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's going to be like, uh, I, Everclear agree. brand. Everclear, though. Oh, whoops. That's what is Everclear? The... What's Everclear? No. <laughs> what kind of alcohol is it? Is it vodka? <laughs> no, it's it's kind of its own thing. What I meant is there's a band called Everclear from the 90s. I was saying they You're can... You're right. That's of course there is. They, they have that song called uh, <laughs> Santa Monica. Yes, yeah. correct. They're good. I do. I liked, I liked them. Yes, in the yeah. 90s. I, when I okay, when I think Foo Fighters, I think wine cooler. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's what came to mind. Yeah, for I was me gonna first. say I think kind of cheap beer, honestly. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah, cheap beer. Great, that sounds good. Okay, alrighty. Today we are continuing on with our favoriteest book, Isaiah, uh, for this wild, wild ride that we have in store. Who knows what'll happen today? Will it be scary? Will it be violent? Will there be animals? I hope so. Definitely. Uh, if you want to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in Isaiah 35-37. Uh, As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Isaiah 35.
The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. Aww. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it. The excellency of Carmel and Sharon. Who is Sharon? She's great. Sh- is sh- <laughs> Is Sharon a person or a place? A thing? What is it? Is Sharon synonymous with Israel or is it a part of Israel? Yeah, we looked this up a couple weeks ago. I think we're probably supposed to be calling it Sharon, like Ariel Sharon. Like my Sharona? Like my Sharona, yeah. Like my Sharona, yeah. (laughs) So it's a valley. It's a valley. There's okay. the plain of Sharon or the plain of Sharon. Okay. Sharon, saying Sharon is definitely funnier, so I'm going to stick with that for now. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's a cool area. Uh, my Sharona's pretty good, too. Feel free to sprinkle that one in, too. Yeah, my Sharona. Sprinkle in my Sharona. Okay. They shall see the glory of Yahweh, the excellency of our God. Strengthen you the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. Oh, those poor knees. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> confirm that they're feeble? Wouldn't you want, like, firm them up? Does that, is yeah, that what know. he means I think, by yeah, saying like, confirm? G- yeah. Get them knees back into shape. Yeah. The the message says, energize the limp hands, strengthen the rubbery knees. No. <laughs> they, it, they're just no. like like a person Eugene. like being rubbery with his knees. Yeah. That's yeah, they're yeah. Like, Give good handshakes, please. No one wants the dead fish yeah, handshakes. Exactly. Stand up straight. <laughs> Goodness. Tell those who are of a fearful heart, be strong and don't be afraid. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of the mute shall sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams in the desert. This kind of reminds me of my least favorite carol in the world, Mary, Did You Know? Okay. Remember, wait, what, Jace? What when about it's like, it? The dead will hear. What is it? No, wait. Crap. Uh, I sang that wrong. <laughs> the oh, dead will like hear. That. Blind will okay. see. What, what is it? Oh, yeah. You know that part? You were the tenor solo. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've blocked that one out of my mind yeah, as much really, as possible. Yeah, the dead will live again. The dead will live again. Remember? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that all tracks. Everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, if you told me that was in a song, I'd be like, yep, for sure. Yeah. Cool. For sure. Well, for such a weird song, Mark Lowry, the writer, I'm sure he's retiring. Wow, Dedeker. I, you just pulled that out. You just knew that. It's because I had a Christian upbringing. Pulled that out of your Sharona. I pulled that right out of my Sharona. <laughs> no, but what is... Now, Mark Lowry What is that was a euphemism a- for? Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Lowry was a Christian comedian and singer, and he wrote Mary, Did You Know? He was kind of a little bit of a He was a Christian man. comedian? Yes. That makes so much sense. <laughs> Only a comedian would write that song. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It, I guess it's not supposed to be funny, but mm. it's not good. Yeah, our our um, version that we sang was utterly awful. Not good, yeah. Anyhow, sorry, keep going. The glowing sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. In the habitation of jackals, where they lay, shall be grass with reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for him who walks in the way. What? Wicked fools will not go there. Mm, no. <laughs> so, okay, I like, though, that we're in, like, a good prophecy time. Yeah, this is nice. Yeah. So things are going to be rad. Feels good. I don't know why, but they will be. We're just back and forth. Yeah, why are they? I never know. Cool. I never know I don't what know, Is he just saying, like, th- this is going to be a fool-free freeway. Fool-free so freeway. About it. That's good. Free freeway. Mm-hmm. Neat. Wouldn't that be nice to have? No fool's... There's plenty of fools on the freeway. Every freeway. (laughs) Always. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, the four or five is full of them. Full of fools. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous animal go up thereon. Hmm. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of Yahweh shall return and come with singing to Zion. And everlasting joy shall be on their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Hmm. That's the end of the chapter. That's lovely. Wow. What a nice... A, that was a brief respite from all this yeah. stuff. A nice scintillating going star through. in the midst of all the like sadness and depression that and nice porcupines. Stuff. Yeah. Alliteration. Very, very poetic. Yeah. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Shall we do this 36? Yeah. Let's yeah, do it. Please. Let's do it. Okay. Chapter 36. 
Now it happened in the 14th year of King Hezekiah that Sennacherib, king of Assyria. Good job. That's what I'm going to say. Sherib? Uh, yeah, I think you crushed it. Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came up against all the fortified cities of Judah and took them. Wait, this isn't a prophecy. This is like telling us what happened. Was that the end of the prophecy? <gasps> Did it happen? Are we done? What? Are we on okay. to the Deuter Deuteronomy Isaiah? Oh, that's a good the Deutero West. Deutero Isaiah. Let me see. I'm going to look that up real quick. I, I do think we ended a prophecy. I don't know if it's all the prophecies. Was that not all one giant prophecy? So proto Isaiah goes through chapter 39. So we're okay, still we're almost. In it. We're close. Almost though. at the end of proto Isaiah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. We're almost there. Amazing. Though. The king of Assyria sent Rabashakeh. Rabashakeh. The rabbit shaker. <laughs> from Lachis <laughs> to Jerusalem to King Hezekiah with a great army. Mm. He stood by the conduit of the upper pool in the highway of the Fuller's Field. Then came forth to him Elikim, the son of Hilakah, oh. who was over the household. And Shebna the scribe and Jonah the son of Asaph. Yeah, we've been the recorder. We've yeah. been here before. Yeah, this is this is great. This is like when the spinoff show has that episode mm. where you see all the characters in like a scene that you remember, but from a different point of view or yeah. something. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. neat. Yeah. Good job, yeah. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Okay. And Brady just reminded us that that we did cast Rob Schneider in one of these roles. Rob Shaka. Wait, who though? Rob Shaka oh. is Rob Schneider. Is Rob Schneider great? <laughs> I'm glad he's back. I was worried. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Rob Shaka is Rob Schneider. Cool. Yep. Uh, let's see. Rob Shaka said to them, say you now to Hezekiah, thus says the great king, the king of Assyria, what confidence is this in which you trust? I say your counsel and strength for the war are but vain words. Now on whom do you trust that you have rebelled against me? Is this your is this your Rob Schneider impression? I don't know. I met him <laughs> once. He I, I served him at Sun Cafe once, but uh Uh-huh. Okay. I, don't I know just, what he, just I forget what he sounded like. Just kind of checking in to make sure we're picturing Rob Schneider saying this as you as you go. I ju just honestly I'm amazed right now that I'm like understanding what's going on at all. Well, don't <laughs> jinx it, Emily. Don't get okay, ahead of right, yourself. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Behold, you trust on the staff of this bruised reed, mm. even on Egypt, whereon if a man lean, it will go in his hand mm. and mm. pierce it. That's Ow. that. So yes, that happened. Yeah, we've gotten uh, that metaphor before in Second Kings, where he was talking about like you're trying to lean on Egypt to help you be strong against us, and it's like they're like a pokey. little reed that's gonna poke you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So is Pharaoh king of Egypt to all who trust on him? But if you tell me we trust on Yahweh our God, isn't that He whose high places and whose altars Hezekiah has taken away? And is said to Judah and to Jerusalem, you shall worship before this altar. Now, therefore, please give pledges to my master, the king of Assyria, and I will give you 2,000 horses. <gasps> right. That's a lot. Wait, I forget. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. I need a refresher. That's a lot of horses. But is that above the max limit for kings? What was the max limit for kings again? I can't I remember if it was like 20 or if it was like 6,000. Was it 20,000? Oh, gosh. Oh, wait, wait, 20 period or 6,000? It was definitely more than 20. I'm certain mm -hmm. of that. Someone's, I, I think that no this more is, than 50. I think this is giving the horses to the people, not just to the king. That was just a limit on how many is, horses the king can personally own. But it says, now, therefore, please give pledges to my master, the king of Assyria, and I will give you 2,000 horses. Like, Yeah, you, the people of Israel, oh, okay. or of Judah. I'm actually not sure which one we are at this point. Okay. If all of y'all pledge loyalty to our king of Assyria, we'll give you horses as like a signing so bonus. So many horses. Now, okay. 2,000 horses. Okay, I love that number. Let me explain why I love that number. <laughs> okay. Because okay. yes. on the one hand... That's a lot of horses. That's a significant gift of horses. You could do a lot with 2,000 horses. On the other hand, that's a number that I could actually kind of believe yeah. at this time. You know, when they're like 600 million people were in the army, I'm like, no, come on. That's got to be a translation error or oh, a counting yeah. error or whatever. But when they're like 2,000 horses, I'm like, I could believe someone I get you. gathering together 2,000 horses to, to give. That's a lot of horse poop and a lot of horse feeding, but not impossible for this day and age. And for an entire kingdom to give to another entire kingdom seems reasonable. Sure, yeah. sure. 
Yeah. John Michael says that this is the singular form of you, not the plural. So that sounds like hmm. one king gets 2,000. I'm just saying he's hoarding the horses. Okay. okay. All right. He's a fine. horse hoarder. Fine. He's a horse hoarder. Fine. But he's talking to three people. So that's weird that he would use the singular. Because remember, there's three guys that came out to talk to him. Oh. So, so I don't know. I don't I don't know. It's all it, up the in most the important now. guy is like, you get the horses. You. Only I you. N- not everyone. Just you. It's the opposite of the Oprah. Right. Yes, right. Exactly. The okay. Opposite. Only the guest gets the thousands <laughs> Only of the horses. Guest. Only Tom Cruise gets the 2,000 horses. Oh, God. <laughs> He's like, uh, I don't need it. Wow. Okay. Like, instead of giving a horse to every single audience member, I'm going to give them all to you, Tom Cruise. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I love that. All right. <laughs> only, only to the guest. She's like, here, you have all the things I was going to give to here, these people. 500 Toyota Corollas, brand new. <laughs> what are but, you going to do with them? Do with them as you wish. If. If they swear fealty to, to Oprah. Oprah. Have we cast Oprah in this film yet? We definitely haven't. I'm no, putting her on the we list. Should, though. Check. Yeah, After that Meghan Markle interview, she can go she can have any role. She can that have she whatever. Wants. And now also, <laughs> may I remind you that lit- we've cast every horse to be played by Will Arnett in this film. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. get ready for that. Uh, uh, I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> I do want Bojack. Okay. <sighs> If you are able on your part to set riders on them, oh, oh, I see. He's saying, I will give you 2,000 horses if you are able on your part to set riders on them. Okay. <laughs> if you even have that many people who can ride horses, am I right? <laughs> yeah, because maybe you don't. Okay. How then can you turn away the face of one captain of the least of my master's servants and put your trust on Egypt for chariots and for horsemen? Yeah. Uh, I think this is a good role for Rob Schneider because he's being a little sassy. Definitely. Yeah. Just a little. So this, is, this works. I like it. Am I now come up without Yahweh against this land to destroy it? Yahweh said to me, go up against this land and destroy it. <laughs> 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 then said Elohim and Shebna and Johad or Rabashka, Rab Schneider. Rob Schneider. Please. Yeah. Rob Schneider. <laughs> please speak to your servants in the Syrian language for we don't understand it and don't speak to us in the Jews language yeah this happened before Yikes. also in the ears because we do understand yes it. yes in the ears of the people who are on the wall what so first of all I didn't catch this the first time I think they said all this same stuff but mm-hmm. the fact that Rob Schneider is like no 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 I've already talked to Yahweh he told me to come here and conquer y'all so like so I don't know what sorry, to say like, but like you're gonna get yeah. conquered like yeah. See you later. Bye. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> That's an interesting plot twist there. But then, yeah, this was that whole thing we spent so much time talking about before about the ears on the wall. Whoever it was. Oh. No, the, yeah, those guys being like, hey, hey, speak to us in your own language, not in our language. And whether that's reverse psychology mm. or whether they actually didn't want them to, we still don't quite know. Got it. But Rob Schneider said, Has my master sent me to your master <laughs> and to you? That really caught me off guard. Sorry. And to you to speak those words? Has he not sent me to the men who sit on the wall to eat their own dung and to drink their own water with you? Whoa. No, we've been Mm. here before, too, because I remember that grossness also happening before. Yeah. Then Rob Schneider stood and cried with a loud voice in the Jews' language and said, hear your words of the great king, the king of Assyria. Thus says the king, don't let Hezekiah deceive you for he will not be able to deliver you. Neither let Hezekiah make you trust in Yahweh, saying Yahweh will surely deliver us. Right. The city shall not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Yeah, this is when Rob Schneider is trying to get the people to turn against Hezekiah. Got it. By being like, don't, don't even. It's going to go poorly for you. Okay. Yeah. Don't listen to Hezekiah, for thus says the king of Assyria, make your peace with me and come out to me and eat you every one of his vine and every one of his fig tree and drink you... Of his fig newton. Yes. It's perfect yeah. for today. <laughs> and, there, and this is the vine and the fig tree, right? Yeah, again. It's one of them. One of the many vines and fig yeah, trees. Um, yeah. Thank you, Lin-Manuel. They were super hot. They were like a terrarium full of succulents yeah. back in the day. Everyone wanted one. <laughs> wow. And drink you, everyone, <laughs> the waters of his own cistern. 
Is that a euphemism? No, I think that's a good thing. <laughs> it's like you get your own water, your own cistern. Got it. You're not drinking your own pee mm. and dung. Cool. Right. <laughs> Until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards. Beware, lest Hezekiah persuade you, saying, Yahweh will deliver us. Mm. Has any of the gods of the nations delivered his land out of the hand of the king of Assyria? Oof. Where? Fighting words. Yikes. Yeah. Where are the gods of Hamath and Arapad? Arapad. <laughs> Arapad. <laughs> yeah. It's this is an Apple commercial. Yeah. yeah. Where are the gods of Sepharvam? Sepharavam. And have they delivered Samaria out of my hand? Who are they among all the gods of these countries? And have they delivered their country out of my hand? That Yahweh should deliver Jerusalem out of my hand? But they held their peace and answered him not a word. For the king's commandment was saying, don't answer him. Then came Eliakim, the son of Hilkah, who was over the household, and Shebna the scribe, and Joha the son of Aspat, Ashaf, Asafa. Asofa? Ashat. Ashaf? Ashat. Yeah, I think that might be his name. The recorder. And to it like. He's using the recorder. Or maybe he is a recorder. We just need to cast him as a stationary recorder and everyone like mm. moves him around. That's pretty That's good. good. Okay. It's like what, like the how John Leguizamo plays the magical sitar in Moulin Rouge. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, mm. totally. Yeah, see it's funny because I was thinking like Pipey from Silicon Valley. Oh. They're like like Clippy, they made Pipey, who's like the little yeah, pipe, I because it's like a recorder yeah, type thing. Pipe yeah. Over, yeah. yeah. To Hezekiah with their clothes torn and told him the words of Rob Schneider. <laughs> wow. So they did so they were sad about it though. They did tear their clothes. So okay, this is the thing. We need to drink for repetition because that whole story was just a repeated story that we've already yeah. heard before in what? In Second Kings, right? Yeah. Right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Second Kings. What we read right before reading this. A lot has happened so since good. Second yeah. Kings. Yeah, remember Second Kings? What a time that was. Vaguely. <laughs> Vaguely. It's like every it... single book we get through, I look back on my younger self and I'm like, oh man, wow. How nice was that? Remember when we were still reading the NIV? Those were the days. For like two seconds. Remember when we were reading Job? Gosh, we were yeah. so young and innocent. We didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know. No. Yeah. I, you know what? I do really want to read Job again no. with our like older, wiser no. eyes that we have no, now. Jace, no, no. We got to get through those. No, Jace, we got to no. get through this okay. thing. I'm sorry. You, okay. You're welcome to okay. read it on your own time. We can create our own private Bible study for ourselves and we'll take it super seriously. <laughs> okay. What? Love that. Why? Love that. All right. So we'll get into like heated debates over what's happening in, in the book and exactly what they mean. This is when we go to seminary, when Job we finally go to Yale Divinity School. Oh, that's when yes. we can read Job again. Yes. Yes. Let me tell okay, you, fine. I did mention on the show last week that I go through these phases of sometimes looking into going back to school to like get my master's. And so I go through these cycles of like once or twice a year, I look into grad programs and then I get sick of it and I stop thinking about it. And then I go back and today or no, yesterday I was looking at some grad programs and I ended up on the site of like a couple of religious colleges and I was looking at their programs and I was like, could I do it? Could I? Could I do it? And then I, I was like, no, it. I can't do it. I'm sure you'd be great. I can't go back to Christian school. <laughs> I did a long eight-year stint in Christian school in my childhood, and I can't I can't go back. I don't think I can go I'm back. Sure you'd be great at anything you ever did, Dedeker, but oh, I just wow. don't think I could go back. Yikes. Unless the three of you are with me going to Yale Divinity School. The three of us. It's going to be so sorry. good. Three, the three the of us together. Uh, well, clearly. It's you clearly, and God. Yes. It's <laughs> obviously Yahweh's also part of the whole plan. Um, Could we convince Dwayne The Rock Johnson to join us in going to Divinity School? Okay, we would if you be convinced able... him, maybe I'd even go. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. <sighs> Boy. Okay. All right. We're going to go on to one last chapter of Isaiah today. But before we do that, we need to take a moment for everyone to go refill your drinks because clearly you drank it all during all that repetition. Plus, we need to talk about some ways that you can support this show if it's something you enjoy and keep this coming to all y'all out there. 
And we're back. All right, Isaiah 37. It happened when King Hezekiah heard it that he tore his clothes Ah. and covered himself with sackcloth and went into the house of Yahweh. Good. He sent Eliakim, who was over the household, and Shebna the scribe, and the elders of the priests, covered with sackcloth, to Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos. Wait a minute, wait, okay. wait. Is he like... See, this is why it feels like there was a hard stop. It does feel yeah, that Yeah, we're, we're switching yeah. from Isaiah speaking and prophesying to this like third person storytelling yeah. narrator. Yeah, well, I mean, it feels more like the rest of the Bible that we've been reading. It's true. Quite frankly, yeah. Right, more like a history story. Sure, yeah. this is what happened. Yeah, but remember, this is the episode of our spinoff show where we do the like crossover. So it makes sense that sort of the narrative style might might shift a little bit as part of that. But next episode of this podcast is going to be the actual change between the Deuteronomy style Isaiah and this, you know, on drugs Isaiah that we've been getting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, potentially. Potentially. Yeah. Cool. So that, yeah, next time we'll read the last two chapters of Proto-Isaiah and then start the first chapter of Deutero-Isaiah. Got it. Cool. So we'll see if we notice the change or maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Okay. <clears throat> so they sent, uh, he sent them in sackcloth yeah. to go to Isaiah. They said to him, thus says Hezekiah, this day is a day of trouble and of rebuke and of rejection for the children have come to the birth and there is no strength to bring forth. Mm. We've got another childbirth metaphor. It's good. Yeah, back back yeah. on those. As in, okay, the children have come to the birth. As in, the children we already have have showed up to this birthing party to witness the whole process. Or as in, like, the child, the children inside me have shown up. They're like, hey, mom, I'm doing my part of the what? deal. I'm coming out? But where's your, where's your part? Where's, where's your part? Where's your strength? That's how I read it, yeah. She's birthing you isn't she well but that's the whole metaphor is there's no strength to bring forth yeah so c-section time except for probably not in this time period (laughs) right uh maybe i don't know i mean i went on a whole tangent looking up the history of menstruation we can look up the history of c-sections because sure you know for sure they existed since before Caesar. I don't think he was the first. Yeah, I don't think he pioneered the technique for his I don't own think he exit did. from the womb. Wait, <laughs> I don't think he patented oh, it. because it's called cesarean. Uh-huh. Yes. I was like, C for Caesar? Like, what are you getting at there? <laughs> okay, got it, got it, got it. Cool, thanks. Uh-huh, okay. It may be Yahweh, your God, will hear the words of Rob Schneider whom the king of Assyria, his master, has sent to defy the living God and will rebuke the words which Yahweh your God has heard. Therefore, lift up your prayer for the remnant that is left. So the servants of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah. Oh, that was all just the instructions, I see. (laughs) Oh, wow. Now they're actually doing it. Cool. Okay. Isaiah said to them, thus shall you tell your master. Thus says Yahweh, don't be afraid of the words that you have heard with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me? Behold. Blasphemed. That's good. Behold, I will put a spirit in him, and he shall hear news and shall return to his own land, and I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. Awkward. So, Rob Schneider returned and found the king of Assyria warring against Libna, for he had heard that he was departed from Lachish. He heard say concerning... Tirhaka, king of Ethiopia, he has come out to fight against you. When he heard it, he sent messengers to Hezekiah, saying, Thus shall you speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, saying, Don't let your God in whom you trust deceive you, saying, It's a lot of sayings in one. Gosh, I, gosh, okay. Jerusalem shall not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Great, yes. Love that. I think this is sort of a recap of what happened previously. I yes, that is previously on (laughs) Rob Schneider. What is it called? Like previous? What should we call that? Kings two, the return of Rob Schneider. Kings second Kings Kings two two two. I like that. That's good. (laughs) But what's the spinoff show called? Isaiah. Isaiah is the spinoff of Kings two. Got it. Or of Second Kings. And then this is Second Kings 2, which is like a spinoff of the spinoff that was back to the original. Got it. But different from a reboot. It's like a prequel. <laughs> Second Kings Origins, maybe. Mm, it's good. Okay. Behold, 
You have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all lands by destroying them utterly. And shall you be delivered? Oh, this is still part of that same message he, he already said. Cool. Bad writing. Bad writing. <laughs> Good. Have the gods of the nations delivered them which my fathers have destroyed? Gozan and Haran and Rezef and the children of Eden who were in Telassar? Oh, okay. Don't remember that part. Where is the king of Hamath and the king of Erpod? And the king of the city of Sepharvaim, of Hena and Iva. We're back here Every again. time I see Hena, I'm just like, hey, you pretty baby, want to light your candle on a show on a Hena and a Hena and mess around? That's good. <laughs> maybe, That's maybe. a good job, Emily. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know what I just sang, but. Happened. Well, I've, I think no one really knows the words to that part, but maybe he was singing from Isaiah or Second Kings. Probably. Yeah, you know, he's like, City of You know, he's like singing the names of these <laughs> oh, places. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, there you go. Good theory, Jace. <laughs> so, what I'm gathering from this, though, is that he was instructed to give a lot more examples of people who've been conquered. And he didn't, right? Because he oh. only gave a couple. Ex- he just said AirPod and and Hamath and like one other one. This is a bunch more examples he should have given. So maybe that's why it didn't work. Yeah. Hezekiah received the letter from the hands of the messengers and read it. Oh, so maybe this is a letter. He's like, I'm not sure you, Rob Schneider, gave this message. So I'm going to also send a letter by Owl that will explain it better. And Hezekiah went up to the house of Yahweh. And spread it before Yahweh. Was Rob Schneider in Harry Potter? No. <laughs> Rob Schneider was definitely not in Harry Potter, first of all. Second of all, hold on. Hezekiah spread what before Yahweh? The letter. The, the letter. The letter. Okay. Yeah. You he just said spread, he spread the, it. Dedeker, and don't get like, any I, ideas. I have Dedeker. so many ideas. He received the letter, read it, and then spread it and before spread Yahweh. It. It's he read very it and clear. spread it. Okay, <laughs> okay. good. Read it and spread it. Got it. Hezekiah prayed to Yahweh, saying, Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, who sits above the cherubim, you are the God. Even you alone. You are the God. You're the God. (laughs) You're the man, God. You're the man now, God. You're the man now, dog. (laughs) God. It's backwards. Yes. Even you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth, you have made heaven and earth. Turn your ear, Yahweh, and hear. Open your eyes, Yahweh, and behold. How can he tell Yahweh to do anything? <laughs> bold, bold move. He can ask. He can make requests. No, he, right? he, this doesn't sound like he's requesting. Mm. Sounds like he's telling. Okay. Bad, bad idea. We'll see. Bro. We'll see. Robbie. Open your eyes, Yahweh, and behold, and hear all the words of Sennacherib, who has sent to defy the living God. I guess that must be the king of Assyria. Yeah. Yeah. It's just every (laughs) every place name or person name that we can't understand is just of a truth, Yahweh. It's like let's let's get real, Yahweh. The kings of Assyria have laid waste all the countries in their land and have cast their gods into the fire. Colon, for they were no gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore, they have destroyed them. Now, therefore, Yahweh, our God, save us from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you are Yahweh, even you only. Hmm. Yes. Amen. You are. Then Isaiah, the son of Amoz, sent to Hezekiah, saying, Thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, Whereas you have prayed to me against Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, this is the word which Yahweh has spoken concerning him, colon, This is a lot more recap. The virgin daughter of Zion has despised you and ridiculed you. The daughter of Jerusalem has shaken her head at you. Mm. Who is this? Is this a real person? I I think this is the metaphorical. Because we love equating Jerusalem. We love equating Jerusalem with women. With virgin women? being a woman. Yeah, I guess virgin women because obviously they're more valuable as far as the commodity of women go. Yeah. Yeah. You can get a lot more horses for them. So many more. Gosh, whom have you defied and blasphemed and against whom have you exalted your voice and lifted up your eyes on high even against the holy one of israel by your servants have you defied the lord and have said with the multitude of my chariots am i come up to the height of the mountains to the innermost parts of lebanon and i will cut down the tall cedars of it and the choice fir trees of it and i will enter into its farthest 
height, the forest of its fruitful field. I have dug and drunk water, and with the sole of my feet, I will dry up all the rivers of Egypt. Is this Rob Schneider saying all this? Or is no, this no, no, that's... God? This is Isaiah. Oh. I thought it was Hezekiah. <laughs> okay. No, cool. Okay, yeah. so who is good, Hezekiah good, good. did his cool, cool prayer to Yahweh, being like, Yahweh, you rule. You're the man now, God. And then Isaiah sent message to Hezekiah. Okay. Say it. Now Isaiah's prophesying to Hezekiah. Thus says Yahweh. Okay. And this has all been like quotes from Yahweh via Isaiah to so Hezekiah. So Rob Schneider's not a part of this good. at all. No. No, no, no. He's he's yeah. related yeah. to Assyria. Yeah. He's the enemy. But I thought like I thought we I don't, don't know, like, like he was coming in and being like, yo God, like let's level here. Let's get real. No, that's Hezekiah who was like, let's yeah. be real. Hezekiah said, let's level. And then Isaiah's like, Yahweh says, actually, no. You've screwed up somehow. I don't know how exactly, but somehow you've <laughs> blasphemed somehow, I guess. Of course. I mean, duh. Yeah. By by your servants have you defied the Lord and have like made yourself great, I think is the idea. This whole like okay. I have dug and drunk water, and with the sole of my feet will I dry up the rivers of Egypt. Have you not heard how I have done it long ago and formed it of ancient times? Now have I brought it to pass that it should be your to lay waste fortified cities into ruinous heaps. Hmm? Maybe it's that Hezekiah's taken too much credit for Help me out, Jace. his victories, and Yahweh's like, no, actually, remember, like I kind of set this all up. Before, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. We haven't even once used the message this week, which is really saying something. We did briefly, which is when uh, when I was talking about the limp hands and the rubbery knees. Oh, back in the first chapter we read. I know it's, it was a long time oh. ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long. Okay, it's already so it long ago. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I'm looking at the message here. This is verse. I'm going back to verse 21. So a few verses back. So this is where. Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent his word to Hezekiah. So here's the message from, from Isaiah after his prayer, leveling with Yahweh. Cool. God's message, the God of Israel, colon. Because you brought King Sennacherib of Assyria to me in prayer, here's my answer, God's answer. Just to clarify, this is God. Thank you. Okay. She has no use for you, Sennacherib, nothing but contempt, this virgin daughter Zion. She spits at you and turns on her heel, this daughter Jerusalem. Uh. So maybe he's talking talking smack to Sennacherib, not to Hezekiah. That's a little confusing. Let's, let's okay. power through. Okay. We're close. We let's power, power through. through. Let it wash over us. Here we go. Therefore, their inhabitants were of small power. They were dismayed and confounded. They were as the grass of the field and as the green herb, as the grass on the housetops. Click, click, click. And- <laughs> yes, I thought that too. <laughs> Sorry, Jason, I were carolers. Sorry. I feel like grass on the housetops would actually be like. <laughs> yeah. It's like thatch roofed cottages. Grass on the housetops. Yeah. Reindeer call. Yeah. <laughs> grass on the housetops, Yahweh says. And as a field of grain before it is grown up. <laughs> but I know you're sitting down and you're going out and you're coming in uh, and you're raging against me. Oh. Uh, the machine. Be- because of your raging against the machine and because your arrogance is come up into my ears, therefore will I put my hook in your nose and my bridle in your lips, and I will turn you back by the way by which you came. Oh, boy. So now the 2,000 horses are this guy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes. He has become, it's like, you know what I say to your 2,000 horses? You're the horse now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's like that country song, Save a Horse, Ride the King of Assyria. Yeah, we've talked about that yeah. song. That hit song. I think. Yeah. Okay. This shall be the sign to you, colon, you shall eat this year that which grows of itself, and in the second year that which springs of the same, and in the third year sow you and reap and plant vineyards and eat the fruit of it. The remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. For out of Jerusalem shall go forth a remnant, and out of Mount Zion those who shall escape. The zeal of Yahweh of hosts will perform this. Therefore, thus says Yahweh concerning the king of Assyria, he shall not come to this city, nor shoot an arrow there, neither shall he come before it with shield, 
nor cast up a mound against it. By the way that he came, by the same shall he return. And he shall not come to this city, says Yahweh, Mm-mm. for I will defend this city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. Classic. Drink for oh, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's what David's it is at the end of the day. David's dead, okay? At the end of the day, all he yeah. cares about himself and David. David's uh, not even David. Boy. Himself and the memory of David. Uh-huh. Such a special yeah. boy. Gosh. David was like, <laughs> like Jesus... Prime. Prime, yes. Yeah. Precursor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The prequel. Or maybe Jesus is the knockoff. I don't know. Oh, whoa. A lot of people wouldn't like you saying that, <laughs> But, you know, sure. Yeah. Wow. Okay. For I will defend the city, yeah, for my sake and for my servant David's sake. The angel of Yahweh went forth and struck in the camp of the Assyrians 185,000. And when men arose early in the morning, behold, these were all dead bodies. Oh, whoa. So, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed and went and returned and lived in Nineveh. It happened, as he was worshiping in the house of Nisroch, his god, <clears throat> that Adramalech and Sherezer, his sons, struck him with the sword, and they escaped into the land of Ararat. Esar Hadon, his son, reigned in his place. Good, good. Okay, details about like enemy kings that we don't really care about that much other than, I guess, letting us know that they got their comeuppance. Well, and this happened in Second Kings as well. Remember the camp all instantly dying overnight? Yes. And no one knows yeah, why. Yeah, I remember that part. How did they die? Oh, nobody knows. The angels. Yeah, cool. Angels. Angel angels. death. Yeah. In the arms of yeah. the angel. Angel death cake. They're in the know. arms of the Fly angels. Fly away. Yeah. From here. Yeah. It's beautiful, Emily. Thank you. I love I love learning that so many pop songs we grew up with are actually about Isaiah. Yeah. There's that Sarah McLaughlin hit. There's that Yeah. mess around. Yeah. Yes. And that's the that's the end of the chapter. That's it. We did it. Oh gosh. Okay. Wow. Here we are at the end. Wow. We are almost done with Proto Isaiah. Yeah. It's almost there. We're Two very close. Chapters. That's yeah. true. But we gotta do something before that. We gotta do some psalms. We do, yes. Are you ready? We, we, let's just do it. Let's just do okay. it. You let's ready? It. Yeah. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS. The part of the show where DBS comes out or reads psalms. This is for the chief musician by David. In Yahweh, I take refuge. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For behold, the wicked bend their bows. They set their arrows on the strings that they may shoot in darkness at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Yahweh is in his holy temple. Yahweh is on his throne in heaven. His eyes observe. His eyes examine the children of men. Starring Clive Owen. Yeah, it's great, great film. <laughs> Yahweh great film. examines the righteous, but his soul hates the wicked and him who loves violence. On the wicked, he will rain blazing coals. Oof. Fire, sulfur, and scorching wind shall be the portion of their cup. For Yahweh is righteous. He loves righteousness. The upright shall see his face. Wow, short Neat. and sweet. Yep. Neat. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, psalm 12. For the chief musician upon an eight-stringed lyre, a psalm of David. So specific. I, mean, I like who else? That. Who else, really? <laughs> Help, Yahweh, for the godly man ceases, for the faithful fail from among the children of men, starring Clive Owen. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone lies to his neighbor. With flattering lips and with a double heart do they speak. <laughs> like, Beep, beep, boop, boop, two hearts. <laughs> May Yahweh cut off all the flattering lips. Jeez. And the tongue that boasts. Who have said, with our tongue we will prevail. Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? Jeez. Yikes. Because of the oppression of the weak and because of the groaning of the needy, I will now arise, says Yahweh. I will set him in a safety from those who malign him. The words of Yahweh are flawless words, as silver refined in a clay furnace purified seven times. You will keep them, Yahweh. You will preserve them from this generation forever. The wicked walk on every side when what is vile is exalted among the sons of men. Wow. That was epic. This is why 
God loves David so much because he writes stuff like just, this for he him. He just sat around writing a billion songs for Yahweh. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, he's like, give this to the chief musician and it shall be played upon an eight-stringed lyre. <laughs> and and don't forget to say that it's from David. Go. <laughs> exactly. Do not credit it to anybody else. It's from me. It's me. <laughs> this is from me. I mean, from his special boy. If you could write from his special boy, that would be great. David, that the David. Clarify that his special boy is David. And you said that like there's a, a gajillion of these, right? There's a gajillion. Gajillions, yeah. Exactly. So like yeah. no wonder God really loved it. I guess at some point in one of our bonuses, we will have to look into, I'm like, is there a proto-David Psalms? Is there a deutero-David Psalms? Like, you know, how historically sound is it that David wrote every single one of these psalms? Maybe we could talk about that in this bonus because sure. the episode as a whole was super easy to understand, which is weird. Yeah, I mean, as easy as any of these episodes are to understand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, shall we bring it home? We can bring it home. Let's do it. Let's do it. Thank you all for joining us for Bible study today. Oh, you moved that up, Dedeker. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Dedeker Winston, Jace Lindgren, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of The The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad. He's in a book club.